Thanks for joining. I'm Reese. I'm Joe. You're listening to Polly by Nature. The podcast where you can have your cake and eat it too. Welcome back. We are on to episode number two. And today we're discussing, what are we talking about today? Polyamory, the, the definitions and our definitions. Oh yeah, and the myths and stigmas and Correct. stereotypes and stuff like that. Okay, I'm on point. I got this. So we're going to start with defining what polyamory is. The so, actual definition yeah, of so it. The, yeah, the basic definition. So I looked it up and it says polyamory is the practice of or desire for intimate relationships with more than one partner with the knowledge of all partners, consensual, ethical, and responsible non-monogamy. So basically you are in relationships mm-hmm. And anyone that you're in a relationship with knows about anyone else that you're in a relationship with. Correct. The no secrets, the no idea of, you know, anything hidden. So with us, there's a lot of communication. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of transparency. Correct. Honesty. Um, creating a safe space to speak whatever it is you may want to speak at any time. Right. Well, and the idea is with a poly relationship, the relationships that we are having with other people aren't necessarily geared towards um, anything more than some of them are just friendships. We're in a monogamous relationship. Maybe those friendships wouldn't be allowed. Right, right. So with the poly opportunity, it's just more people around. I feel more of a community vibe when it comes to those situations, being able to have friends, maybe friends with different benefits or friends with different opportunities or you know, friends that maybe are defined into something else other than what the norm decides we can say friends are. Have you have you had an instance where you've brung up you being poly and someone just has like this idea of it that just seems a little outlandish? I think that um, when you speak it to certain people, and I'll just start at the top, when you speak it to men, straight hetero men, and saying, hey, I'm poly, the idea is like, man, that's pretty cool because there is the notion that I can kind of go out and be with every woman in the world and not have to really, you know, do anything. I can be this superstar guy and just live this lavish fantasy of a life. Um, when it comes to females, hetero straight females, when I say I'm poly, I think the idea is that are you poly or are you just saying right. that because you want to <laughs> cheat and. You know, you have the right to go out and do something else, or you just kind of hide and lie behind the scenes. And, and so there's definitely those those stigmas, those ideas behind there. Um, just trying to dispel some of those ideas and myths that people believe, like maybe even trying to like entertain the idea that I'm poly. So maybe you can trick somebody into this relationship idea of like, well, he said he was poly when he started. So if he's cheating on me, that's his way of going about things. I was thinking about the family aspect of it. Um, my stepmom, when I talked about Polly, you know, she's just a reference, uh, Jamaican and born on the island and came here. But when I talked about it to her, her first thing was, it's not a big deal. It's mm-hmm. about happiness. And she immediately said, and Reese should have a couple friends and not even about me. Like she did, she just immediately thought like, yeah, Reese deserves some friends. And then when I was like, oh, yeah, me too. And she's like, yeah, yeah I don't <laughs> I don't care about that. And so it was that idea when they're, when you see someone a little bit older, just kind of saying, okay, I get it. I understand it. And then in the reverse effect, I've had some family, a little bit older family members. They're kind of like, man, that's not, is that fair to Reese? Is that 
you know, is she, again, is she sticking around because she's afraid to, to leave you or, you know, why would you hurt her kind of thing of that nature? So it, it's interesting to think that some dynamics of poly are perceived by people as like, okay, he's finding happiness. Bad. Yeah. And then the other people are like, oh man, they're just together because they, they're afraid to be apart and they're going to be toxic to each other secretly, you know, doing these things behind each other's back. I'm, I've only, I think I've only had a conversation about it with one family member and it wasn't a big deal because I, it was my sister and right. it, it wasn't a big deal at all. We like were just talking about it. Like, oh my yeah. God. We just had a conversation about it, but, um, nobody was like, you know, why are you doing this? Or like, right. There yeah. was no questioning of it. I've, I've had some conversation with some men since we've announced that we were doing the podcast and since I've been posting stuff on my personal page and I've gotten a lot of questions basically mostly on how does it work right like so you get to um have boyfriends you got a boyfriend <laughs> he got a girlfriend so you know y'all spending the night over other people house just the night bag ready <laughs> <laughs> spending the night and like how do you balance time and what about jealousy and okay what if what if his girlfriend catches feelings for him like just n genuine questions like they're literally curious and somewhat interested right because in the it, idea of it well yeah because the idea would be hey i can have that person in my life, right? But then I don't have to commit to certain situations because some people associate poly with the, the motion of not committing, right? This idea that I can be in a relationship, but I don't have to be committed to you and honest to you and respect. Because you're poly. Because you're poly. Like yeah. this is free for all that you can go in there. So it's like, oh, so people who may be asking are like, oh, so you can come over real quick? Like, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't even like, you know, they, they would assume that like, hey, we don't have to build a friendship or relationship. Like it's like automatically like right to the old, Hey, so come over and have sex with me. Like, if your man's cool with it, can come through. Or if your female's cool with it, then come through. Versus, hey, we're, we're trying to build sustainable relationships. We're trying to build a foundation of growth and, and just this real love where we ain't looking for the night, one night stands. And we're right. not looking for the quick hit and quits. So I had another conversation with a person, which was like the complete opposite. This one, a guy, too. I, I mostly talk to guys. Right, and I mostly <laughs> talk to females. So this guy was like, well, that's weird. Yeah. What's that, like a cult or something? You brainwashed. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so he just can cheat on you. Like, that don't make no sense. Right. Because some females, like when you tell a female that, if I approach a female and say, oh, hey, I have a conversation, and I'm poly, and it's like, oh, yo, yo chick dumb. Well, right. what you mean she dumb? Well, like, she gonna just let you go out there and do that? Like, she gonna let you go out and cheat on her and she just gonna accept that? Like, what's so good about you? And I'm like, that's not the actual idea in there. That's the quite the opposite of what we're doing in here. And so when you hear from a male or female perspective, there's this idea that one of us has to be just allowing the other person to do something. Right. Like, we're just accepting less because we want to just stay with that person. And we're giving up our morals and our values to then say, it's okay for you to go out and do whatever you want as long as you don't leave me. <laughs> that's right. not that's not real. And and it, it it's unfortunate because in some monogamous relationships, that actually still actually happens. There's a lot of people in monogamous relationships who know their spouses are cheating, but kind of just kind of sweep it under the rug or don't talk about it. There's no real communication about it, and it's just an embarrassing thing. So when you have that conversation about a man, hey, I'm going to go out and have a female friend, 
people are like, oh, man, she must be at home just knowing that she's getting cheated on and knowing that, you know, he's out here doing this or that. And, yeah, that's not the case. So what we're going to do is dive into specifically some of those myths Mm -hmm. and stereotypes, stigmas, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. Just the things that people assume quickly when they hear polyamory. So the first one is basically that is cheating. Right. So the idea that we aren't being honest to each other and that we have this like hall pass to go and do whatever. Hall pass, basically it. So it's the idea that you're allowing someone to cheat. Right. But it's it's not real because no one's being allowed to do anything that isn't completely spoken up front. Right. uh, That's not completely agreed upon. And And cheating. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I just I just think that like the word cheating just comes from a word that just says like we're doing something bad. Right. And um, and we're hiding. And like I think of cheating and like think of it as in a game. Like if I'm cheating in the monopoly, I'm hiding money behind my pockets or I'm doing something that that cheats the system. We're not cheating the system. Right. And cheating kind of sounds like lying. Yeah. Like you said, hiding. Mistrust. Not, yeah. yeah. Trying trying to get away with something, yeah. basically. Sneaking. Creeping. So on top of that, another one is that there is no cheating in polyamory. Correct. And that's, there definitely is cheating in polyamory. Cheating in polyamory. <laughs> Very much so. Because there's there's an agreement that's preset. Hopefully, if you're poly, everyone has this conversation and you agree to things to say, hey, there's here's where I feel comfortable and here's where the line is. And monogamous or poly, if the line is set by everybody involved and one person seems to want to say, hey, I'm just going to slightly step over the line, that's cheating. Right. You know, there, there's, there's some things that we discuss and say, hey, we don't feel comfortable with this yet or we don't feel comfortable with, you know, these situations yet or hey go as far as this if we're all having those honest conversations and saying okay i respect that i can live with that that boundary is set then that's fine but if you cross the line on that boundary no matter what kind of relationship you're going to call it it's cheating business personal you know anything like that like in monogamy you set up your own boundaries right so you in a monogamous relationship sexting Mm -hmm. may be cheating Sexing as in like flirtatious flirt text through text, yeah. Okay. Um, flirting mm-hmm. with someone could be cheating. Mm-hmm. Watching porn could be considered cheating. Like you make up in your own relationship Rules. what you can boundaries. Boundaries. <laughs> you make up what you consider cheating to be. So when you're in a polyamorous relationship together with your partner, you make up what you consider cheating to be. And if those boundaries are crossed, then it's considered cheating. So yes, cheating is does happen in polyamory. And another misconception is that you have to be part of the LGBTQ community, meaning you have to be gay or bisexual mm-hmm. to be poly. And I think that I see a lot of that towards women. Right. Because it's like, Okay, there's a guy. He has these two women. They're they're bisexual. Right, because that's what when you first when I first um, looked up poly and what it looked like, what it should or could look like. I seen a man, two women, French kissing, and just like having his time. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is what poly means. Now in my world, I'm like, this is exactly what I would love to see every day. But I also realized that that is a situational. Uh, relationship meaning 
everyone in that part has agreed, okay, we should be a triad. We should mm-hmm. be a closed triad or, or somewhere in that nature that makes sense. That's the one thing about poly that I love is no one poly fits everybody the same. No. It, it, it is just this kind of like molding aspect of a relationship that can take us to anywhere you want to go. So you can come in with the idea, like we said, boundaries change. The poly relationships can change over time. There could be these ideas that, hey, when we get into it, we want to maybe walk this path. But as we're starting to walk that path, we can realize, you know what? I really like what that looks like over there. Next one is that if you have multiple partners that you love one or more of them less. Gotcha. Like a hierarchy type system that will come in there. And I don't know if we're at the point of explaining no, relationship but, but it's kind of like that you have to you have to have a main person or you have to choose who you love more than this one. Or say if you're take us to if you're seeing someone else it's because you love me less or something like that like like right. you have to divvy up love well yeah and there was a great video i watched the other day where somebody had said that the young lady had said you know if he has a sister he can't love you know if he has two sisters he can't love his sisters the same and if he has a parents he can't love his parents equally so why would i have to then choose if i'm with another partner and you why would i have to choose who to love more Right. Right. Why does there need to be like a, a level of percentage of love? Like, oh, I love her 80 percent. I love her 20 percent versus just love. Right. I was thinking about the family dynamic and real quick. And I just want to touch on this one because we don't speak about this. But what was the motion or the, or the conversation that you had when you told your kids that you were poly? How did you kind of like go I don't over the kids? that conversation. Because, I mean, I think our family, our family is extremely fluid. Like, I think we have a pretty good dynamic when it comes to just conversations. So having the kids understand Polly now and maybe even in the past, maybe just seeing more of that relationship kind of grow and bud into what it is. I don't think our kids question much when it comes to like Polly no. and life like that. It's not like, you know, even when I don't I, think they care when I have friends over there, like I'm like, this is just a friend over. And it's not much of a question mark of like, who is this? Okay. So another one is that it's all about sex. And I think we kind of touched on this a little bit, did we? Right. We did a little bit, but it, it is not all about sex because every relationship that we have starting are friendships. Right. Right. It's not like we walk up to a strip club and we're like, yeah, we got to pick one up tonight. Like, and I respect people who do that. There are poly <laughs> couples who are like, listen, we're not looking to get a, a stable person, but we want to have that opportunity to have fun. Do that. I'm not knocking that. I don't care about that. I wouldn't mind it every once in a while, but... But do we know it? So do you feel like with Polly that we are having a lot of orgies? <laughs> because that's a rumor and a myth that uh, seems to be out there that we are having a ton of sex. Yeah, that's another one that you have a lot of threesomes. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of wild, exotic sex. Yes. And what do you think? Have you had a lot of those experiences? Um, I've had a few experiences in life. Um but that's not the reason why uh, our poly is our poly. It's not a, necessarily about this wild, kinky sex life. Um, but no, it's not all about threesomes, foursomes. No. A whole bunch of sex. It is, it is what you make it. So if you wanted it to be that, then and all parties are consenting and all for it, then do it. Go for it. Have some fun. Definitely. Let's see. Another myth that I have is, we are, did we do the jealous? 
I don't know if it stayed recorded, but we did kind of talk about jealousy. But jealousy that, well, I guess the, is the myth or rumor that you can't be jealous or you aren't jealous? The the thing is, and I get this from women, is that, oh, I can't be poly because I'm too jealous or I'm too stingy. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't do that. Same with men. I think that jealous. in monogamy, we kind of normalize jealousy. Correct. Whereas in polyamory, you have to deal with your jealousy. Like you have to meet that head on and figure out why you're even jealous in the first place. Like in, in the monogamous world, I love the jealousy though, because it just was like, oh, she oh jealousy me. is love. Yeah. Cause you equate jealousy with love. Like, oh, she crazy. She jealous. She cares. Crazy. Right. And if, if you like what somebody who don't care in the beginning of monogamous, you're like, uh, you don't care that I have friends. And it's like, oh, well, do you mean you got friends or you're doing something behind on the back? But jealousy is, is, is ever present in all relationships when it comes to monogamy or poly. It's about how you deal with those jealousies mm-hmm. and those insecurities to be able to have that conversation in there. A lot of jealousy is just uh, set in a situation where maybe you're not having a conversation about maybe something that makes you feel uncomfortable. And so it comes across as jealous, maybe. And instead of just being jealous, you can just say, this doesn't feel right. I don't care if you spend time with somebody. I don't care. Yes, if, you do. Well, don't do that. Wait, wait, wait. I don't care if you spend time with somebody. I don't care if you're if you're hanging out with somebody. I don't care if you like somebody. It's like, ah, uh, maybe I, my jealousy was like, who touching you? Who hugging on you? You know, maybe more of the physical part of it than it was. You the, are jealous of the other things. Maybe not as much. Right. Maybe. But I don't, I don't necessarily get jealous that you're out having coffee and hanging out with somebody. I'm, that's not a jealousy in me. It's more of a like, okay. I think you've gotten better. I Let's say that. I think I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. I think we've both um, grown and evolved yeah. in that category. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, don't be out for 12 hours. And then I'm just like, where well, you been all day? No, I just do like six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do three and you're like, on your day off, you going to be out for three hours. I'm like, uh, what other day am I supposed to use? <laughs> I'd be at work. He'd be like, I've been out for since nine this morning. It's nine at night. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, my days don't last as long as yours. You'd be on all day dates. Well, I mean, I don't like to, like, I like to enjoy people's company and I don't like to put times on it. And plus you be gone. So it's like, what am I rushing for? Right. And I have one, I was thinking about that. I have one friend that I maybe I'm friends with and we go out maybe once a month. But when we go out, we hang out for three or four hours and it's like a walk and some coffee and some lunch and a conversation. And it's just right. And then so I had to be mindful of the timing of how that made you feel, because at one point I think we did that before. And I came home and you're like, you're gone for four hours. I'm like, yeah, but I haven't seen this person in a month and a half or two months. So I just kind of caught up. I got caught up in the, the talk of it where I just had to learn that kind of that nuance sense of. There's a line that you let me walk like I, I can't be. gone. Well, now you can stay out as long as you want. Right. In the beginning, that wasn't necessarily the case. No. It was like, be back Yeah, because it's like things are new. You got to like baby step into it. You got to get used to it. Like if all of a sudden, you know, we're poly and you find a friend and all of a sudden like you gone for eight hours. It's like, this is new. Let me get used to it. Right. And you, it, I guess in the real world of poly and in multiple relationships, the idea of what happens when, you know, your partner has gone out with someone and you're actually at home where you're there thinking about it. How do you, what do you do? Like, what's an everyday thing that you can do to get better at, like, separation of space and time? Well, I just chill now. Like, I feel like I, I enjoy my space yeah. now. 
Yeah. I think it definitely used to be something I'm like, well, I wonder what they're doing. Right. Like, I wonder where they go. Like, where did they go? Where did he take her? Like, right. I want to know spot. what's going on. Right. Like, <laughs> better not be at our spot in our booth eating our food. But now it's just like, I think I've said it a few times in the past couple of weeks. Like, dude, you need a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I mean, I do okay. I'm yeah. good. I'm I'm holding up the spot, but like you could use a little right different fun. scenery. Yeah, and sometimes I think I get so into business of work and things of that nature and the routine and the routine every day. of everyday life that it's just like I don't have the effort or the time sometimes. And so this this is going to be a great episode. One one of these episodes is going to be titled "You Need a Girlfriend," so we can go deep into the idea of hearing your spouse say. Go find somebody for a moment while you're here. That's in a whole nother conversation. Those are just some myths that we know of, but I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot more that will, people will say, well, I've also heard this. So we encourage those conversations, encourage you to kind of ask some questions to us because we'd love to kind of dispel any myths or rumors that you guys can tell us that maybe we haven't discussed. Especially with, with the topic just becoming more popular, popular and people being more curious, curious about what it actually is. At the end of the day, Polly is what you want it to be. Right. Polly is what you want it to be. And if you're in a relationship, it's what you and your partner want it to be. Our perspective is more from a long-term couple who are then transitioning from monogamy into polyamory. Correct. Polly's like water. Just let it flow. Let it flow like love and water. And that's our show for today. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And connect with us on social media. You can find our links in the description. <laughs>